Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. Hey, Boiling Pointers. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode. Before we start, Dave and I want to let you know all about our Boiling Point Process online courses, live events, and masterminds. After interviewing hundreds of leaders, we've packaged a ton of knowledge together to serve up to you. Info that will help you and your company be heard in a very noisy marketplace. So visit www.boilingpointprocess.com and sign up for the email newsletter and we'll let you know when our next cohort or event is. Thanks also for supporting The Boiling Point by subscribing to us on iTunes and also leaving a rating for us. So I'm back with Jake Palmer as a guest host, and we are breaking new ground. Yeah. We're going to do a podcast today. We're going to do an interview en français and in English, okay? And we've never done this before, and thank goodness you've been practicing French for many, many years, and uh, recently yeah. is last night over scotch, I believe. Right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we were speaking French. Yes, yeah. I'm sure you were, some, yeah. some language. So, and we, we have here uh, Gail Brenner, who is the founder of uh, Bremner, sorry, Gail Bremner, no and Associates, and you want to talk all about your company. <laughs> I, would, I think we will do that in the show. I'm certainly here to talk about one of my awesome clients. Awesome clients and a really cool, exciting thing that's happening here in New Brunswick that is not happening in a lot of other places in Canada. Is that what I understand? Absolutely correct. Okay. Yes. And then uh, David Bernard. David Bernard. Exactly. <laughs> and, and maybe you can introduce David for the guest. I would love to. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm here representing Stonehammer UNESCO Global Geopark today, and I'm thrilled to have a potential future colleague from the Charlevoix Aspiring Geopark region in Quebec, um, where we were first in North America, in Canada. Part of what we give back is mentoring other regions and what to do, what not to do, and quite frankly, we also learn a lot from those other regions ourselves. So it's a great exchange. Right. Um, so David was in town today, and this was scheduled. So here we are. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna get some some thoughts from David in a second. But um, so I was driving on the highway. Yes. And you know where my story is going. And with my parents who are coming from the Yukon or who live in the Yukon, oh. and they were driving, and they said, "Oh my gosh." You guys have a Stonehammer UNESCO Global Geopark. Tell us about this. And I said, I don't have a sweet clue what this is about. And it was like one of those embarrassing moments, you know, where you, you know, I could have been a proud moment. I could have really <laughs> impressed my parents because it just seemed like the sign popped up and I just didn't know anything about it. And, that, and, 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 and it, maybe it's only me. I mean, I'm, it could be. No, no, I am so relieved. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was like, I'm going to be the only guy here who doesn't know. But subsequently, <laughs> I've gone deep into the research, so, you know. So no. you're going to just carry the rest of yeah, the Yeah, I'm going to yeah. do that. And yeah. in French as well. Yeah. And I've studied French, and anyone that knows me knows, David. unfortunately, I'm not so strong in French. David, I can tell you, you're not alone. So tell Don't us. Don't worry so, about so it. educate us, especially those of us in New Brunswick. But, I mean, but to think that this is something... 
the first, you said first in North America? I did. Right here, wow. Right here in St. So, John. So, so yeah. UNESCO, you know, Stonehammer, what? Like, so I'll give you the two to three minute overview Love and we it. can Please dig do. down from there. Please do. Pun intended. Yeah. Dig down. Ah, oh, got it. Sorry, I had en to. En Francais? Je n'ai aucune idée. He said him neither. So most people, I think, are familiar with World Heritage Sites and maybe Man of the Biosphere. So those have been UNESCO designations for multiple years. And in 2015, UNESCO brought geoparks into the family, so to speak, right? Mm. So we are now, so in 2010... So even if we back up, UNESCO for people... Oh, the United Nations Education, Scientific, and Cultural Organization. And I can't believe I remembered that perfectly. that is impressive. And so so UNESCO, again, for people that aren't familiar with... So it's a global... Perfect. It's a global organization, and their mandate is to further education, science, cultural education throughout the world with a with a, a smaller mandate of you know harmony and peace <laughs> right okay. if you are inter- if you're super interested you can actually google the unesco sustainable development goals of 2030 wow. which most nations have signed on to canada is a nation that's part of this organization um, and there's 17 and they can deal with anything from poverty to sustainable economic development from climate change to women and youth and like I said, there's 17. Um, and so global geoparks existed before 2015. We actually got our designation in 2010. And that's when we were first in North America. And essentially, we have goals that we are looking to achieve to help better our community, mm. whether it's through education in K-12, to mm. whether it's through research, whether it's through leveraging our tourism assets here in the region. Um, to just ensuring that people understand, for example, this lovely room we're in right now, where did it all come from? Mm. You know, so trying to influence a bit of conservation and just educating people about choices. Okay. Yeah. So then, so then Stonehammer, how does that fit in? Yeah. So, to, so that's great context. Yeah. No. So globally, and just one more maybe piece, because people do sometimes feel embarrassed that they don't know what it is. And I just want to let people know that's okay. Mm-hmm. There's only 140 in the world today. Wow. Right. And there's over a thousand World Heritage Sites. So we're a new designation. Right. Mm-hmm. But with regards to Stonehammer, we were born basically, I always give great credit to Dr. Randall Miller of the New Brunswick Museum. He has since retired, but he had done a Cura project, which is a community university research alliance project, where he was cataloging all of the geological assets within the region. Hmm. And he was like, hmm, I wonder if we could make money at this. <laughs> Right? And he Googled it and up came the Global Geopark Network that had started in 2004. And he went off to an international conference and checked it out. And he was like, you know what? We have all these things in our region with a little bit of tweaking. We could we could do this. And he reached out at the time I was working at another organization um, and I had done some volunteer work with the museum. We went through the checklist. I was in, um, I, my background is tourism. Okay. Um, and I was like, we could totally do this and we could totally be first. Wow. So we went out to the community and I mean. Can you go through that checklist for us? Sure. So essentially it's ensuring that you have geological significance on the world stage. So internationally significant geology. Sometimes that scares people. Mm -hmm. I am not a geologist. Um, And so when we get into some of the fun marketing ways that we talk about the geology to make it more consumable, I guess, for everybody. 
that's one thing. So internationally significant geology, check. And ours is tectonic plates. Okay. The movement of the earth. You colliding didn't, you didn't continents. Know that? Well, I wasn't sure which. Did you know that? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to get one fun thing out because I feel like I'm just talking about all the. Right. But like, so for example, we were just at Reversing Falls Rapid, yeah. mm-hmm. and we literally stood over South America and Africa. So now, when the next time you drive by or go to visit Jeez. one of the operators over there, you're going to take a look, and you're going to notice this really dark rock underneath the skywalk, and you're going to see this lighter gray rock. The lighter gray rock is from current day South America. And the darker rock is from current day Africa. Really? Right? So remember? Yeah. For those, I'm now making the globe sign with my arms. We were all one big landmass, the last world uh, in Pangea, right? Yeah. Um, And when it started to break apart, pieces of those countries, continents, broke off. Continents, my bad. um, And literally collided into current day North America. And so that collision would have been pretty impactful, and it can be felt all the way through, like really far up into New Brunswick. So tectonic plate movement, or do you want to see where Africa and South America collided into North America? <laughs> it's storytelling. Right? So right. it's making it yeah. accessible and engaging and, you know, exciting for people. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. That well, and and you know, and you're you're describing, and so you're well. You sound like a geologist when you're explaining, Thank but you. but you but you you're actually not a. You're good at promoting and supporting tourism is one of your gifts, is what I'm guessing. I'd like to think so. Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, because you don't want to talk specifically about. No, I mean, what I bring to the table as yeah. far as my skills, what I've learned over my career, it has primarily been in tourism, is I love bringing like-minded and sometimes not like-minded people together mm. to work towards a common purpose and goal, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then all the deliverables within that. I was you know, saying today, like today I get to hang out with David from Charlevoix. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, tomorrow I might be meeting with a, a provincial government uh, minister to try mm-hmm. to get some funding and then the next day it's a volunteer so it's I like the diversity within these kinds of projects mm-hmm. and quite frankly what it does for my community mm. right yeah. already I can see you thinking that's pretty cool yeah, Africa absolutely. and South America and, right yeah and you know because within our province and we drive around we see the we see the signs we know that it's there but to have a better understanding of it yeah but it, and it is a challenge to go from seeing the sign to actually trying to figure out what's in north america we're used to a park like a gated area Absolutely. with a ferris wheel quite frankly right yeah. and that's not obviously what this is about you know there's 14 sites that we publicly promote that you can go to with either paid experiences or self-guided um and you can get out and explore and what we try to do is have a variety of experiences that speak to different interests, right? So, um, do you have any? I'm curious what David's perspective is so far, and and the opportunity for Quebec. Be nice. And stuff. So, do, do uh, I'm gonna I'm looking to you to to <laughs> use your beautiful you're, French. Yeah, you're gonna have to explain your question a little bit better to me. Well, you're, you're uh, David's. You're experiencing. You're, you know, you're kind of seeing what's happening in New Brunswick, and I'm curious, like, just what what's um, What's resonating? Avez-vous compris? Non, il demande avec votre expérience en Nouveau-Brunswick, est-ce que vous voyez des opportunités en Québec? Oui, là je comprends. Vraiment, oui, vraiment beaucoup d'opportunités. Je vais remercier Gail de m'accueillir et de m'expliquer tout le 
concept du géoparc de Stonehammer. Euh, C'est le premier parc au Canada. Il euh, y a toute une expérience à apprendre pour nous au Québec. Donc euh, oui, oui, vraiment. Très belle expérience de venir deux ou trois jours dans la région. Et un très bel accueil. Merci à toi. Okay. I think right. I'll explain for the listeners. Yeah. 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 So he's just saying that to come here and actually see the park in person and experience it face to face, it's easier to see the opportunities mm. in Charlebois and actually see what can be done with, you know, the unique opportunities. And that's part of, uh, Messi, um, that's part of what um, is probably exciting about being the first. Absolutely. In North America. It's a to challenge. expose it to other regions right. and have David from, come from Quebec and, you know. Yeah. Because I, people a lot of times need to – so, the, you know, good on you guys. Thank you. To, to seize it and be the first because being the first is hard. Well, I was just going to say it's it's both, right? And, and most times your, your largest strength is sometimes your biggest weakness, right? And then you could say the same thing about being first is that we get to help and learn from geoparks across the globe and, and here nationally and regionally. Um but then people don't know what it is here either, right? So we have that uphill battle, so to speak, of creating that awareness of what we are. And and I know you keep saying New Brunswick, and it is a New Brunswick product, but maybe one thing to maybe start at is that we're a really southern New Brunswick in the geopark. It's about a 2,500 square kilometer footprint. Uh, for locals, it'd be like from Norton to La Pro, and then the Kingston Peninsula Hampton area, down through the coast, St. Martin's Fundy Trail, that area, hmm. with a good chunk in our you know city of St. John. And it's the places you go. Right. So when, well, here's a question, you know, so I, I go back and I'm talking to my kids about mm -hmm. this. How would, how would I best express kind of how cool this is? So I would say for kids that it's about making them understand that what's in their own backyard has great significance, right? And mm. that they're fun. So, I mean, I've already talked, I think, a lot about the colliding continents and FYI, We do programming in schools. So we visit over 35 classrooms annually. We reach about 900 kids. And we help enhance the earth science outcomes for grade four, grade seven, and high school. Right? So that's a great, uh, a great deliverable within the geopark that you wouldn't know if you didn't have a kid in those grades. Um, some of the other cool stories, um, at Dominion Park, you can actually paddle out in a kayak to a stromatolite. What's a stromatolite? Yes. Yes. Oh, you are well, rich. So tell us it. No. <laughs> it's where all these lights converge in this. <laughs> right? But it's and if you put your head under the water and you look. <laughs> well, they did start in the water, so okay. you're kind of right. Well, see, you know. Kind of right. So what's interesting for locals that have kayaked over in that area, you would have probably seen these weird circles in the rocks. And I actually always used to think they were like tree trunks, right? Yeah. No, they're fossilized stromatolites. And some believe that stromatolites were the first signs of life on Earth. They were the first oxygen-breathing organism on land. Wow. Cool? Yeah. And what's cooler, first documented at Dominion Park in the world. When was, when was it documented? Oh, now you're going to ask me tough questions. No. <laughs> um, I honestly can't say for sure, but it was yeah. likely the early 1900s-ish. Okay. Okay. Randy, I'm sorry if you're listening. Yeah, yeah. Of course he's listening. Yeah. Um, of course. Well, no. But, yeah. I mean, it just kind of blows your blows your mind. So, what what's your I guess what's your mandate? Because you're the executive director. Um, so, in a sentence, it would be to spark curiosity about the Earth. 
plain and simple, whether it's with you guys today, Super whether... Super effective so far. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there we go. Awesome. Um, whether it's in a classroom at a grade four level, whether it's the tourist from New Jersey that we ran into at Reversing Falls Rapid that wanted to know why people kayak there, right? Mm. So um, really, it's about engaging people's interest about learning more about the earth. Mm. And them spending money, maybe. Mm. And them wanting to move here, maybe. Mm -hmm. Creating jobs, maybe. Protecting the earth, maybe. Right? So it's what what I think is challenging for people to understand about the geopark is we have a lot of mandates. Right. I'm looking at, like, there's things that I, you know, and I think I'm pretty familiar with the area, but I I didn't realize there's a a geologically themed menu in Rockwood Park. There is. That's cool. Where at which at, at Lily's. Lily's Cafe. Uh, so Lily's actually has a full page and if anyone in the food and beverage industry knows a full page in your menu is a lot of real estate. And so they have a Stonehammer themed menu where you can dine on delectable crustaceous chowder. It's a geological reason that we have a cool bay, right? Yeah. It was a failed rift that mm-hmm. caused the Bay of Funday. Right? So that's why we have such great seafood. Yeah. You can relate everything back to the earth. Hmm. Right? And then you move on to the Caledonia Fault Line Melt Sandwich. It's a bit of a mouthful. But mm. when you drive into Rockwood Park, you're actually driving on a fault line. Really? Don't panic. Yeah. <laughs> Quite secure. Right? But it is. It's a, the Caledonia Fault Line. So it's a place in the earth where it could actually fracture apart. Um, we're not Vancouver, Japan. We're relatively safe, but it's there. Um, and relatively then, safe. Relative. Well, you know, you can't predict the Earth's movement, yeah. but you can. So, I'll, I'll still go. But you can. <laughs> yeah, you can. It, why, why I say that is uh, one of our outreach in the early days, a grade eight student did this wonderful video of that Caledonia Fault actually opening up. Oh, really? <laughs> right? Kind of fun. Wow. It was really cool. Yeah. And then you end off with uh, uh, an eruptive chocolate lava cake because the rocks down by the entrance to the campground where you can rock climb 542 million year old lava rock really amazing that's incredible the one thing i have done is um i have uh, paddled sea caves and walked on the ocean floor in saint martin's which yeah. is cool i mean for people that aren't from here like and maybe this is in every region like I know, like I know, like I, I mentioned, I think earlier, the yeah, the Yukon. I mentioned my parents, so I grew up in the Yukon territory. Cool. And I went back when with my then fiance, you know, and or it wasn't actually. I think we were just dating at the time, and we went on some tours. And I learned so much about the Yukon that I didn't know, right. having grown up there. You know what I mean? So that idea of like, so maybe it's an, uh, but but it, it is amazing the amount of things you can do in right. this part of the world, Here. you know, and that, and that, and, and for the Americans listening, you also, you you, you get, you know, 35% on your dollar. Like it's a really cheap place <laughs> really to come. really good value. It's amazing Whether you're value. touring or buying a house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a big, big that's Jake's yeah, business, as you may know. Yes, you know, I yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I think the thing that I find fascinating about it is, you know, we all, have a backyard that's fascinating if we pay attention. You know, we all drive by these things. We've driven by the signs. Oh, I know. That's all about. Yeah. And, you know, with a little bit of time, and especially as parents, like the opportunity to make our kids more interested in the environment might start with literally the backyard right. or the parks that you drive by. And it does engage them in a larger conversation about taking care of the planet in general, right? Right. But you have to start somewhere, and what a great way and what an opportunity locally to have something like that. We is is so. you know is this something that will continue to grow 
more and more like through the United States and Canada? And how many sites are there now in the United States and Canada? Great question. So, um, well, we have Charlevoix that's aspiring. Mm -hmm. Um, So as we sit here today, we have evaluators from UNESCO leaving Discovery Aspiring Geopark in Newfoundland and Labrador in the Bonne Vista area, going to the Cliffs of Fundy in Nova Scotia. Hmm. So we're very hopeful that we'll have two more UNESCO Global Geoparks in the Merit, well, into Canada next year. There is another UNESCO Global Geopark in Parse and another one in Tumblr Ridge. And then we have about eight communities across Canada. I actually chair the Canadian Geoparks. We just changed our name, sorry. I chair the Canadian Network for Geoparks. Um, so we have about eight communities across the country at varying stages of application readiness. And remember that internationally, internationally significant component to become a geopark? You also can't be the same as your neighbor, right? right? And so people much smarter than I, i.e. the paleontologists and geologists, say we could probably go up to about 30 in Canada. Well. Okay. Now our friends south of the border... Um, for reasons beyond ours, uh, political reasons, I'll just say that once, they're not part of UNESCO, so they cannot have UNESCO Global Geoparks currently. Um, However, they have great champions that are mentoring regions. They have three regions currently that I I can't name right now, um, that should that change, they would be able to go to an application. So, um, but Latin America, hmm, I think they have four, it's four in Mexico, and then two in South America, so yeah. 147, I looked it up, 147 globally today, right? Okay. Um, and so people are going, okay, this is That's cool. I want to I I learn more. Where, where, do they, where do they learn more? Because you've got some pretty good URLs here. What would you yeah, recommend? Yeah, so definitely all of our social media channels, right? Yeah. So depending on your age group, okay. head to Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we have a YouTube channel that we try to add more content to. And we have a website, stonehammergeopark.com. Um, yeah. Um, and then, and I'm wondering how, uh, Hemming's house is involved. So obviously, you know, not surprisingly, Greg has, you know, there's some connection with, yeah. so what, have they been helping with your YouTube We've stuff used or? various vendors, if that's fair. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so all of our iconic imagery that would have been done a few years ago, Mark actually did. Okay. So Mark's um, Greg's brother. Yeah. yeah. And sorry. Yes. And then Greg and his team shot an educational vis- video for us because... We haven't talked about how we actually operate, right? So we are a not-for-profit. Uh, so always looking for um, new opportunities for, for funders be- mm. beyond government and corporate or within government and corporate. Um, so they were very helpful in pulling together some materials to, to go out and bang on those doors, so to speak. Oh, cool. Well, I always like to promote their stuff because yeah, they, they do a great really, job. Really creative, great ways. Well, they did the video at Skywalk that we just watched today, right? Oh, right. Yeah, oh, Hemmings. Hemmings, yeah, Hemmings, Hemmings did that video at Skywalk, which is a wonderful explanation of our high tides. Okay. Yeah. So, um, do we have any other questions for David? Like, I'm like, when, when, you know, where they are in the application process, or I'm, I'm leaning on you. Vous êtes où dans le process d'application? Euh, on est vraiment au tout début du, du, du processus. Moi, je suis consultant pour la région de Charlevoix et on veut évaluer toutes les possibilités pour pouvoir faire de Charlevoix un géoparc. Okay. On n'a pas de fossiles, mais on est au cœur d'un cratère de météorites. Donc, c'est quelque chose d'assez exceptionnel aussi. Oh, wow. Donc, après, visitez Stonehammer, venez nous voir dans Charlevoix. 
Yeah. So they're at the very beginning of the of the application process, and they don't have um, fossils, but they're at the very edge of a meteorite crater. Oh, really? Which is really that's really cool. Yeah. Oh man, you'll get everyone going up to see that, yeah. right? Yeah. So the theory is probably if you cluster these a little bit more, there's there's more to see, right? Which would attract more or right. people from a visitation point of yeah, view. If absolutely. You go, if you go to Halifax, you might drive through New right. Brunswick as right. an example, or or drive down or whatever. So, uh, okay, I see that. Do you know, like, um, you know, what the economic um, impact is? I'm sure you do. So that's the million-dollar question, isn't it? Um, So UNESCO Global Geoparks are now officially two, three years old. Uh, So there are studies being done from a UNESCO impact. Stonehammer's business model is that we don't own or operate anything. We are a partnership organization. So we don't create product. We partner and leverage. So the path to purchase. So we're an influencer in the path to purchase. Um, however, recently I did do some crunching of numbers because we have visitors like mm. come because we are a geopark and mm. I know about them, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we have some metrics, digital and phone and yada, yada, yada. Um, so, you know, the provincial investment specifically to date, uh, we've leveraged by about 400%. Oh, wow. Wow. Excellent. So that's pretty impressive, I think. Yeah, yeah. And it creates jobs. Yeah. You well, know, at the end say, of the day. But And for anyone that's in this, this that's, that's an operator in these spaces, it's going to benefit. Like the zip line is probably privately. I don't even know. Is that privately owned or? Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Timber Top Adventures would be the zip line that's currently one of our direct, we call them direct operators or yeah. experience providers. Yeah. Um, and the value that we bring to the table really is our knowledge, yeah. right? So we have Dr. Miller who knows the geological story and he and I work together because I take it sometimes from the geological to the sexy marketing Um, and then uh, yeah we work collectively to promote that with discover st john and the province yeah which any as 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 an entrepreneur it's always great right how could we fit coaching in this (laughs) coaching where the tectonic plates meet The power yeah. of that, why you know. Did, why did the tectonic plates start to move? What caused that? Yeah. And how can we stop it in the future? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> we, well, there's something there. I know there is. I know there is. Well, thank you for, for educating uh, Jake, who knew nothing about this. <laughs> I came in here just as a baby. I mean, I just, just I just, I mean, uh, clearly I did on, all my homework. Pick on the new guy day or what? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I, I, no for, in all seriousness, like I just, I mean, I, I mean I'm kind of like blown away and yeah. I'm a little embarrassed. I didn't know more. Please don't be embarrassed. The payback is that you tell two friends, they tell two friends, we all tell two friends, right? That's how this works. We're telling more than two friends. Well, today we are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you for coming in. Thank you. Thank you for having us. And now it's time for the Boiling Point Takeaways. Okay, so we we just had um, the most fascinating interview um, with Gail and David, and uh, and we learned a ton, right? Yeah. And tell tell our listeners what we learned, and both of us, not just <laughs> you. I learned a little bit too. Keep <laughs> and anyone that listens to this podcast know I'm full of it. So. I learned a lot about the signs that I've been driving by and not really understanding, and uh, about the unique geological formations in southern New Brunswick that uh, that. We drive by and don't even know about it in our own backyard. And it goes back to the history of our planet and how our continents were formed. And uh, I think the part that I found most fascinating was the education aspect for kids. Mm. I, I really think it's an amazing opportunity to get our kids more engaged in learning about our planet right. and what's local to them. And if they understand what's local, then they'll be more interested in what's going on in the world in general. So, right. yeah, really fascinating. 
Well, and I, so for me, it was, there's a, there's a, I, I mean, I don't even know if I could just say one takeaway, but the idea of the Stonehammer, UNESCO, Global, Geopark, I mean, the fact that um, this is the first one in North America, I think is a pretty cool yeah. story that um, is maybe not as well understood as it should be, or at least by me. Um, and it's always kind of nice to be first, but then, but then beneath that, there's all this amazing thing that helps our region and, and tourism. And it's neat to hear people coming from other regions to, to check this out. Um, so what, any takeaways from you from this or anything you want to share with the audience? Um, and maybe, maybe you can, and oh, the other thing is the first interview in mostly English, but a little bit of French. Yeah, multilingual. Yeah, and I and I asked none of the French questions. <laughs> Embarrassingly. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Est-ce que tu vas Est-ce que je vais revenir ici? Oui, je vais revenir ici, c'est sûr. C'est certain. Vous êtes trop accueillant. Puis Saint-Jean est une très belle ville. Merci Pierre. Yeah. He's saying that he really enjoyed it here, and he's learned a lot while he's here. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. I just want to thank you because really, um, Stonehammer UNESCO Global Geopark on the global scale we have lots of great international partnerships we need to make sure we bring that message home locally now we've got all these great assets all these great experiences and they're great for our visitors but i think that's good for our visitors is also good for our locals so get out and explore spark your curiosity and there's all these ways to do it and uh and if you hit stonehammergeoparks.com great way to to learn more yeah. so um many thanks Appreciate, right you know. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Thanks so much. Cool. I learned a lot. This awesome. is fantastic. And yeah. I promise I'm going to engage in these this time. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And tell at least two people. Yeah, I will tell at least two people. Beyond yeah. the podcast. Absolutely. Beyond the, okay, beyond. Yeah. Uh, beyond the, so, yeah, beyond the podcast. I'll, be, I'll beat you. I'm going to tell four. Okay, I'll, I'll tell six. Okay. Yeah. I got seven. We're gone. We're good. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. That was Appreciate awesome. It. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit Hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening and remember, keep that pot boiling. Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.